People can't get enough of the Stouting Off podcast. Tune in each week as Drew Stoutenberg and his producer, Jordan McMillian, spout off commentary on the everyday. The Stouting Off podcast is available wherever you get your podcasts. E2i Design is a full solutions provider for all things audio, video, lighting, and broadcast. Whether it be design, installation, or simply offering gear for a great price, E2i Design supports you by providing the right tools for the job. Look them up on Facebook or Instagram at E2i Design or visit their website, E2iDesign.com. Episode 129 of the Motor City HDJ podcast entitled In It for the Long Haul. And here I am, In It for the Long Haul. So much so that as these things go, you know, it's been a couple months since I've done an episode. I'll talk about that here in just a moment. I'm so grateful you've tuned in for yet another edition of the Motor City HDJ podcast. A lot of good stuff going on since we last talked. There's a lot, really, this episode today, we're going to talk about the past, just since the last episode. Uh, going to talk about the future, what's coming up, and then, of course, where we are right now, the world that we're living in right now. I'm going to talk about those things. Of course, don't forget about my amazing sponsor, E2i Design. They're on the socials at E2i Design. Leaders in live sound reinforcement, anything audiovisual, they're going to take care of you. E2iDesign.com. They're the sponsor of this podcast, and it starts right now. And once again, the calendar fairy visited me and got me all distracted from recording new content. But alas, here I am. And this will be what I'm effectively going to call the last episode of season one of the Motor City HDJ podcast. I took a couple, I wouldn't say uh, hints, but kind of got the idea from a few other folks that produce content that I follow and I like it. So I think we're going to move into the next season of the Motor City HDJ podcast. Ideally, I would love to do 28 to 30 episodes in a season, just maybe centered on uh, a few topics or, oh, certain content items. So definitely right now, I'm just brainstorming some ideas. I'll obviously be workshopping uh, some topics and Obviously, keep an eye out on social media. That's where I get all my feedback, and I'd love to have you be part of that process. So I definitely am going to need your input as we move into the next season, literally the next season of the podcast. And as always, I appreciate you for tuning into the podcast. It's just another way I can reach out to you, which is this amazing, beautiful community of people that believe in me and what Motor City HDJ means to me. So For those of you listening to this, thank you. And with that in mind, uh, as I talk about season two, kind of allude to it a little bit, I think what I'm going to end up doing is I will begin season two with some more amazing volunteers of the um, Michigan, uh, Michigan chapter of the Alzheimer's Association, specifically this time around. My friends, some amazing volunteers of the Washtenaw walk to end Alzheimer's. And so walk season is underway and I want to do all I can to shine a light on this amazing group and their, their cause. Obviously, I I just cannot wait to chat with them about their efforts for this year's walk. And you definitely won't want to miss that episode. So that will be the first episode of the new season. So really, if you do the math on 52 weeks, (laughs) How could I do 28 to 30 episodes in a season? You know what? I'm just going to have to figure that out. Uh, I have lined up some folks that I would love to interview and talk to 
vendor friends of mine. Uh, you may have even heard of them, but I definitely want to get them involved in the conversation with the podcast because this is just, like I said, it's another way for me to reach out to you and stay connected and talk to you about all the things that I'm doing, the people I get to work with. Maybe if you're planning an event, uh, this is a good space for you to to get ideas or really to process, you know, tips and tricks and, uh, you know, things that would make your event better. So today is all about looking at where we've been over these last 18 months and, you know, really where we are now and where we could possibly be heading with COVID-19. And I know I've spent a good chunk of the last few episodes talking about the effect of covid on the event industry as a whole, and for good reason. You know, the way we do gatherings now of any shape and size has really changed forever. And some people uh, embraced those changes and ran with them. There are people who folded under the pressure. And so it is a very big, broad scope of uh, really, it's, it's kind of hot or cold, if you ask me. You know, some people survived, some people didn't. Not literally. I mean, obviously, some people did survive COVID. Some people did not, unfortunately. But in the event industry, specifically, uh, some people adapted and some people did not. And they had to, to shut up shop. So I, I will say, while I had a, my fair share of, of rough road over this year and a half, even with the threat of COVID 2.0, I am among those who are and were well prepared uh, for what round two has in store. So, you know, we're talking about this Delta variant. I don't want to get too much into it right this second, but as we talk more about this Delta variant, which is definitely just as um, outrageous and maybe frightening as the first round of COVID, um, you know, I definitely have to consider that as far as the Delta variant and what it could present to events moving forward. So we'll definitely talk about that here in just a few moments. But since I last talked to you, I have actually gotten a few events under my belt for this year, and it feels great to be back. Like I said, despite the fact that we have a potential you know, COVID 2.0, as it were, on the horizon. So what I want to do for my conversation with you today and yes, uh, well, Brett, you're the only one talking. You know what? Yeah, you're right. But for me, this is a conversation. I am having a conversation with you and you're listening. Uh, you may be saying things to yourself and agreeing or disagreeing. That's great. That's a conversation. So what I want to do with this conversation today is I'm going to bookend this episode with really a brief recap of what I've been up to and then... Uh, kind of the other piece of bread to this sandwich, talk about what's coming up in the next couple months. And then right in the, in the um, uh, kind of hit both pieces of bread. And then at the end, we'll fill the pieces of bread with the meat and all the other substance to it. But as far as bookending this conversation today, I want to talk about um, finally what will really be a, a quick chat about our current situation and what that means for the rest of this year into next. And so I definitely want to talk past, present, and future, as it were. So uh, June 3rd, to my record, was the last episode that I recorded. And so I need to warn you that in this episode today that you're listening to, you are going to hear the word referral a lot throughout this episode. And it seems that people 
Um, people like what they see and they like what they've heard from me in Motor City HDJ and they're not afraid to share the good news. And so clearly that makes me so happy. And for that, obviously, I am grateful. And so you're going to hear that word referral a lot throughout the conversation here. And so June 3rd was the last episode that I recorded. Just a couple days later, on June 5th, Memory and Jay had their wedding at a private residence in Pinckney, right across the street from the water. And uh, this one was a referral. Thanks to past clients, uh, Stephanie and James, for this one. They were the ones that got married. In fact, uh, their wedding was at Fox Hills um, a few years ago. And, of course, the, um, the, the, so this wedding on June 5th, the groom's sister, right? So uh, the groom was Jay. His sister, Stephanie, is a past client. And, of course, that helped. Uh, and they were at that wedding. They saw me play, and they were able to test drive the car before driving it off the lot. So <laughs> that works. And I got to tell you, this wedding was such a blast. Uh, again, any wedding where you can get me near the water, I'm all in. I love a lakeside wedding. And of course, Michigan has plenty of water to be had. So anytime I can be near water, you know, I'm a happy boy, <laughs> and I think the guests are happy too. It was gorgeous. Uh, the sunset, you know, was one of those typical pure Michigan deals where the sunset hit the water, and of course it was the most gorgeous thing, like right out of a Thomas Kincaid painting or something like that. So, uh, yeah, obviously such a blast. Like I said, right across the road from the lake, it was just this gorgeous backyard wedding, uh, very quaint group of family and friends, and so they very much took things seriously in keeping their numbers smaller, you know, keeping a smaller guest list. And I appreciated that. So that was wonderful. Memory and Jay on June 5th. And then just a couple weeks later, so June and July were kind of light for me, uh, but we'll talk about what's going to happen here in August and September moving forward. So June 26th, Teresa and Nick, they had their wedding at a private residence in Commerce Township. And again, just another amazing quaint group of family and friends, another beautiful lake setting, right? Gorgeous home right on the water. And this was actually the first of, uh, so, so far this year, this was the first of two crazy weather days. This one was light compared to the other one I'm going to talk to you about here in just a moment. But uh, this, this party, um, so it was quaint, maybe less than 50 people, real nice, you know, to be just, um, uh, how do I say this? It, there weren't a whole lot of moving pieces. It was just very simple, very elegant, outdoor tented reception, gorgeous ceremony, gorgeous reception. The food was amazing. The, I mean, just everything about the day was just wonderful for these two. And we actually made it almost to the end of the night with no issue. And it was probably about what I would call probably an hour before the official end of the night uh, that the rain came down. And so, you know, that's usually what happens in July and June, uh, June, July, and August, rather. Um, you know, outdoor weddings will require yours truly to be sheltered from the storm. So keep that in mind. If you're having an outdoor wedding, you're listening to this and you're thinking, well, what can we do? Well, you know, it's in the contract or the agreement, rather. So, uh, you know, electricity and water don't mix. 
that's the only thing we got to keep in mind. So I will continue to keep the party going. We just got to make sure that, uh, that I'm safe from the elements. But uh, so, you know, Teresa and Nick got married uh, outside. They didn't let the rain stop them. It was such a fun time. And I'm so glad I got to party with them and their family and friends. And then July 10th. So again, just a few days later, Vinny and Allie got married at a new, uh, to me, it's a venue I've never played before. It's called Prestige. Uh, in Allen Park. And again, another referral. So this one was uh, really what makes it for me is that uh, the groom's sister and his best man actually uh, married and they were again past clients of Motor City HDJ. So uh, wonderful venue, first time venue for me. I'm going to highly recommend this one. Again, it's the Prestige in Allen Park. And I recommend it because it is the perfect room it is just perfectly designed for every size party you're going to have. Uh, the food is amazing. The service is amazing. Uh, you know, the, the, everything about it to make it convenient for the guests and for the party as a whole, this venue has it all. Parking close to the building for most everybody. It's just a really, really good venue. So I would highly recommend the Prestige in Allen Park. I really, really enjoyed it. And again, this one was a referral. So uh, to Vinny and Allie, congratulations to them, of course. Uh, it makes my job a lot easier when the clients that I'm acquiring have already test-driven the product. It's, it's just an amazing thing. <laughs> uh, July 17th. I don't know why I, I, love, I just love this wedding so much, but uh, the bride, Lauren, and the groom, Brett... I mean, yeah, that's probably why the guy's name is spelled just like mine. Of course, there's only three Bretts in the world. We're on twenty, or, uh, we're on eight-hour shifts. Is how this goes. So Lauren and Brett got married and had their reception at a place I've played many times over the years called Addison Oaks in Oakland Township. It's a part of a public park, and it is a gorgeous, historic. Uh, I would say it's a rustic venue. Uh, used to be an old mansion, like most of those properties are out there. An old mansion. And they made it into a venue. It's a gorgeous property. Uh, of course, the referral strikes again here. And uh, this time, it was because the bride and groom attended the wedding of one of their groomsmen whose wedding I played at. So it was nice to see him and, of course, his wife. Uh, but the referral, that's really just what's been fueling the fire for 2021. So I cannot stress the importance of a, of, a, of a referral. It's a very, very key thing to the business, right? Uh, as a bonus, it turns out that uh, for Lauren and Brett, so the groom's great uncle and aunt, great uncle and great aunt, happen to be very good friends of Motor City HDJ. So hello, Dave and Nancy, you know who you are. Love you guys. And so yeah, another great wedding, another referral, another great venue, another great day. Uh, it's been a great summer so far. Uh, so then a week later, July 24th, this one is a little bit more because it is the second of two crazy weather weddings this year. And again, another referral. So thanks to, um, again, to my former clients, Larry and Becky, who were at the wedding. I was able to share this special day with this amazing couple as well, Rachel and Alex. And they had their wedding, actually, uh, at the same venue. Larry and Becky had their wedding, private residence out in White Lake. And their wedding, uh, it was it's a lakeside property off of Duck Lake Road in the White Lake area. So I, I have to say this, in the 21-year history of me doing this, by far, 
this wedding weather-wise has been the craziest. I have actually never been in a venue, uh, I can't recall, to the best of my knowledge, I don't believe I've ever been in a venue that has been under a tornado warning. And as it turns out, when you have an outdoor wedding on a lake in Michigan in July, everything can go <laughs> everything can go horribly wrong. Uh, so it turns out Michigan weather has a mind of its own. And if you were in this area uh, on July 24th, you will recall that an F1 tornado touched down three miles away from where I was. And like I said, I'm, 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 I, I have to say that this was one of the very rare times where my instincts, um, they just had to kick in. And I, my main goal, honestly, was to keep everybody safe, including myself, really the guests first. I know that I'm going to be safe at the end of the day. I've got contingency plans and I know what I'm going to do and I know how to get out of a situation, that kind of deal. My main goal was to keep the guests safe. And so the, so as the situation goes, we saw that the radar was starting to show some really, really sketchy weather. Several people approached me about it. I said, I'm going to keep an eye on it. And I do. I have a few different apps that I use. I primarily use uh, either Dark Sky or Carrot to monitor the weather. And in this case, I also had other guests who were like, hey, listen, my house is in Fenton. Uh, this is my porch camera right now. And of course, the storm's just ripping through. Uh, you know, we can see things moving around. And so obviously, the, the storm is moving our direction. And so as we monitored, we found out very quickly that the storm was not slowing down. And so it did uh, rip through. And I will say, uh, really, in the 21 years of doing this, of playing weddings and events and things, I wouldn't say I was scared, but I was definitely concerned because you're in a tent. Um, Obviously, anything can happen. The, the tent pegs can come right out of the ground. Uh, if it is a tornado, it can lift everything up and away. You just don't know. You know, you just don't know what's going to happen. I don't think we really knew what was happening until the next day on the news. Uh, but I will say that the rain, it came in like a wall. And that wall of rain just whoosh. I mean, it moved west to east. And it lasted about 45 minutes. And I, I will say that the heroes of the day were probably a dozen of the guests. Maybe they may or may not have been, but probably were <laughs> um, imbibing, as it were. <laughs> so, uh, you know, you have a little liquid courage. I think that helped too. But there was a dozen of these uh, fellas who actually took it upon themselves to hold up the sides of the tent to let the water run down so it wouldn't weigh down the tent. So to you 12 boys, thank you for your sacrifice. They were all soaking wet by the time it was over. Uh, believe it or not, the storm cleared up. We were able to play. Now, interestingly enough, at this venue, because it was at a private residence, um, I was lucky that the tent had just enough of, uh, if you've been to an outdoor wedding reception, you've probably seen these tents and they have the the wall panels that are made out of the same material as the tent. Uh, they had just enough of those panels to keep my little corner of the tent dry and to keep the party going. I think the only thing 
that got wet equipment wise was just the pipes that my speakers stand on. So I really wasn't concerned about that. I mean, I was, I was just worried about making sure, um, you know, things like the computer or the mixer, uh, you know, things like that didn't get wet. So I was lucky there. And I will say that I was even more fortunate to be connected to a power supply that had a backup generator and it was able to keep me going all night long. So imagine, if you will, this lake has lost power because of this tornado. Uh, the lake lost power, but there we are like a city on a hill. Just, you know, <laughs> it was so funny. Uh, so funny to see. So I can only imagine. If you've ever been to Vegas, I think that's the best way I can describe it. If you've ever been to Vegas at night, if you've ever flown into Vegas, everything around Vegas is pitch black. And then you fly into Vegas airport and boom, there it is in the middle of the desert. So that's kind of how I felt that day. Uh, but we were able to do, we were able to keep the party going. And I promised our clients, I said, listen, I'm going to keep the party going no matter what, as long as we are safe and my equipment stays dry. So luckily they understood that, um, you know, they were, it, it was such a surreal experience. I'm, I'm just thrilled that it worked out for the best for this couple and for Rachel and Alex, just wow. It was just unbelievable. So what a great night. We were able to finish and play until midnight. So it was a great time. Uh, July 31st. So yes, we're now on a one week deal here. So July 31st, Caitlin and Ryan had their event at Twin Lakes Golf and Country Club there in, in uh, the Rochester area. And this wonderful couple's story is one that we're probably going to see a few more times thanks to the shuffling around of COVID. Uh, what's really sweet about their story is that the party we had on July 31st was actually their one-year wedding anniversary. So what they did, they decided to do was a year ago, they said, you know what? We're not going to let COVID keep us down. We're going to get married. We're going to do our thing. And they did. Good for them. So the party we had was basically just a very... Um, glamorized uh, uh, anniversary uh, vow renewal <laughs> and it was awesome and so you know really listen you know love love shouldn't have to wait and so you know they got married last year they decided to push the party out until the time was right and the time was right and so it was it was just a wonderful great idea I've actually got another one of those coming up I don't know if it's an anniversary but I do know uh, September 10th I have a wedding for some good family friends and uh, same situation. They already got married. They wanted to have their party. And so that's what they're going to do. So congratulations to Caitlin and Ryan on a year of marriage and an amazing vow renewal party. And of course, huge kudos to my man, Jesse Spielman of Jesse Spielman Photography for the referral on this one. He was the reason for this party. So Jesse, I thank you as always. Check him out at Jesse Spielman Photography. Dot com. You will not be disappointed. He does amazing work. And finally, as of four days ago, yes, uh, the most recent wedding, Denise and Nicholas had their event at the Lake House, which is in Ludington, Michigan. And Ludington, now this is the second time I've played this venue. Uh, it is become, it has become rather, one of my most favorite venues to play. Jeff and Jean own the facility. It was their vision to do something like this, and they opened it a couple years ago. I've actually, or a few years ago now because of COVID, but uh, I had only ever played there one time, but I guess the first time that they saw me, they just really wanted to share 
the good news about me and Motor City HDJ. And so they did. And I was invited back thanks to them. Denise and Nicholas found me. And so the venue is wonderful. It sits right at the feet of Lake Michigan. And twice a day, the SS Badger comes in and goes out and it takes people across the water to Wisconsin. So it's a really, really cool venue. It's a real neat venue. Uh, it's very different. Uh, it is DIY for the most part. I believe you bring in your own caterer or they have a preferred catering company you can use, but all the facilities are there on site for you. But yeah, it's gorgeous. It's You can do your ceremony right out back. I really dig the venue. Denise and Nicholas, their wedding was straight out of Pinterest. It was gorgeous. So I was so excited to be able to share in their big joy as well just a, a few days ago here. So thank you to them. And that has been 2021 so far. A lot has gone on. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven events so far in the last eight weeks. So I had a little bit of a... Um, had a little bit of a break there. Uh, took a family vacation the um, the second, third, and fourth of August, and took the family to as that first weekend anyway. I had a wedding, so I had that wedding July thirty first, August first, second, third. I'm sorry. So August first, second, third, took the family, went with uh, my in law side of the family, went to Grand Rapids and did a family thing. So that was really awesome. Got to go to Millennium Park and swim, went to Founders and went to Jolly Pumpkin. And, you know, I, I will tell you that if you've got kids, wheeling them around to breweries is the most fun thing in the world. So <laughs> it was so exciting. So I was glad to get a little time off as well the first weekend of August. So coming up. And uh, so as far as that's concerned, yeah, that, that's been um, that's been my July and August, uh, or rather June and July so far. August and September is just as full. In fact, looking at my numbers here, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I have 11 events in eight weeks. Uh, I'm sorry, well, 12 events in eight weeks. So I've got a couple double headers in there. So for the rest of August and September, this is what it looks like. I get to play a few familiar venues, do a couple familiar events. Uh, I have a wedding two weddings this weekend, actually. So this is Tuesday the 10th that this episode's being released. And this coming weekend, I have uh, two events. One is at a private residence in Columbus, Michigan. The other is at um, uh, the Sojourn Lakeside Resort in Gaylord. And then I've got some other events at the Royal Park Hotel in Rochester, another private residence in Brighton. And actually, I'll have a wedding weekend here at the Frankenmuth Brewery. I know you love hearing about them because I've talked about them ad nauseum. Also the Meeting House Grand Ballroom in Plymouth. And uh, get I'm so pumped I get to do this. Kind of a break up in the middle of the week. I get to, uh, breaking up my middle of the week rather, uh, get to uh, be involved with the Washtenaw Walk to End Alzheimer's golf outing. They do their Eagle Crest Golf Club in Ypsilanti. Looking forward to that. Uh, and then I will have a couple couple events, another wedding weekend in Holland. The first one's at the Mactawa, or Mactawa, hopefully I'm saying that right, golf club. And the other will be at the Midtown Center. And then wrapping up August and September will be the Vale Royal Barn in Fenton, Michigan. So I'm looking forward to that as well. So that's the past and the future. And so let's talk about our current situation. And if you're listening to this, if you've listened to this before, I really try to, to stay 
I really want to keep this in the business of what I do. I try not to impart my own social or political beliefs. I will tell you, quite frankly, though, uh, you're not going to pick a fight with me because I'm pretty moderate as it goes. I, I think uh, both sides have very valid arguments about things. But I will say this about our current situation. This is all I'm going to say. I definitely feel that we need to be careful. No matter how you view the situation, no matter who you voted for, no matter your thoughts on vaccines or masks, just be careful, please. I'm not telling you what to do. I just want to see you when it comes time. I want to be able to see you and party with you when it comes time. And so be careful. Please just be careful. If being careful means going to get vaccinated, do that. If being careful means wearing a mask, do that. If it means just social distancing, do that. Whatever we can do to just get rid of this situation altogether. Listen, folks, I'm so tired. I'm so tired of having to just what feels like walk on eggshells to make sure that you have a good time. I Listen, that's who I am and that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make sure that you have a good time. I want you to be able to have a good time without having to worry about all these dumb restrictions. And I know that they're there to protect all of us. I get that. Do I agree with them? Nah, not all the time. But I know that they're there to protect us. So just know, I'm your guy. I'm here. I want to have fun with you. But as far as our current situation goes, I'm going to continue to do my part to protect myself. Obviously, I've got another little one to protect now. So you know, between me and my wife, we have been fully vaccinated. My kids have not, though, right? Brianna's seven, Olivia's three months old. So they haven't been vaccinated as of yet. However, we're going to do our part to protect them as well. So for me, you might see me in the mask, even though I'm fully vaccinated. And yes, I know that the numbers show us that the breakthrough cases and this and that and the other, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You are hiring me to give you a good time. And I'm going to do that in a way that is safe for everybody, for me, myself, for you, for your guests. I just want us to have a good time. So that's all I have to say about that. Just our current situation shows us that we're, we're in a place now where we really just need to be careful. Just be careful. And however that looks for you, just do it that way. All right? So that is my soapbox for today. That is the episode. I really just wanted to connect with you to let you know where I've been, where I'm going to be. I know there's not a lot of advice or, or additional substance to it, but it is important for me from time to time to just remind you that I'm here and that I've, uh, you know, because of you, I get to stay busy. And so I'm, I'm so thankful for that. Yeah, keep an eye out on social media. I'm going to be reaching out for feedback so I can workshop some of these season two topics. The next episode you'll hear from me. We're going to talk to the volunteers of the Washtenaw Walk to End Alzheimer's. I'm so excited for that. And of course, you know where to find me, all the social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, if that's still a thing, MotorCityHDJ.com. Tell everybody, share the good news, and let them know that I'm here. So, I can't wait to party with you. Remember just to love each other. Be kind. Until next time, Motor City. 